On today's episode of Locked On 76ers, we talk about tier grouping, but not players. We're going to get into teams, our own tier grouping of NBA teams that are contenders. Where do the 76ers lie? We'll discuss it next right here, Locked On 76ers. You are Locked On 76ers, your daily Philadelphia 76ers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome, you are Locked On 76ers. I'm your host, Devon Givens. I'm 97.5 The Fanatic in Philadelphia. That's radio side, folks. And alongside my co-host and partner, as always, Keith Pompey, Sixers beat writer for the Inquirer.com, doing a fantastic job, as always. What's up, Keith? What's good, D? How you been, bro? Oh, man, again, no, no, no complaints. Enjoying the summer and uh, just having a nice time. Uh, with the summer so far it's going by too fast man we're already in july why why do we always have to speed the summer up come on slow it down slow it down slow it down well listen man we got to thank everybody for making locked on 76ers your first listen every day and remember locked on 76ers is free and available on all platforms like right here youtube including youtube locked on 76ers go press that that liberty bell button right keith that liberty bell button Definitely do it. Do it today, people. Do it today. (laughs) Uh, Listen, man, uh, we wanted to get in something a little bit different. And uh, I said to the folks yesterday, I wanted to spring something on you and spring something on the people out there. And before we got started, I did tell you what we wanted, what I wanted to throw at you. And I think I caught you by surprise a little bit on this. Let's let's tell the people the truth. And uh, it was with the tier grouping. We talked about the, the athletic story where they had the players. But where we are right now with free agency basically done now we're picking up adding extra pieces at this stage of free agency for all nba teams all 30 there's still maybe some trades there is no resolution as of right now with Kyrie irving kevin durant and to a lesser extent donovan mitchell but with that it seems that the teams that we have right now as is this is what you're going to have when training camps begins in october preseason that same month and also later in october when we get to the start of the regular season, unless something big happens with the trade right now, we cannot predict that we don't know what's going to happen. So as of, as it stands right now, and when we look at the 76ers, we do include James Harden as part of the roster, even though the deal is not done as of yet. Uh, Officially, we know that he's going to be a part of this basketball team. So Keith, I wanted to talk about the tier of championship contending teams only because with the 76ers, and some of the teams that we will mention, this is all it's about. It's not about just making the playoffs. It's not about winning 50 games. It's not about, hey, let's get to the second round and wave pom-poms of a successful season. It's about the playoffs. It's about winning your conference and getting to the NBA Finals and looking to be the last team standing. And the way that I, I, I thought about it, Keith, and then, of course, threw it at you before we got started was, when we look at the 76ers, they're championship contenders still, but they're still in that tier two grouping as it stands right now. We have both said that we believe the Sixers are a top three team in the Eastern Conference. Milwaukee and Boston being in front of them. And if we give the edge to Boston because they made the NBA Finals last season, that's whatever the order is. And as we know, Miami finished with the first seed in the East uh, last year. 
But right now, the Sixers have not lost any traction. I think they even gained traction just because Miami's still in the way. P.J. Tucker, uh, James Harden for a full season, Joel Embiid still being an MVP candidate. I like where the Sixers are as far as an Eastern Conference team. And I think that they can definitely compete against the teams out West. So I ask you, where do you have them as far as a tier grouping? And then we can run through the teams as we go through the first and second segment. In our final segment, we got to talk about team camaraderie. Good to see Joel Embiid, P.J. Tucker, and James Harden working out together. But tier groupings, Keith, if we were to start there right now, where do you have this basketball team? Now, you want me to wait until say who all the other teams are the second segment? Oh, no, you can, you can oh, go ahead. You. We, okay, that, so, I, think, I think the conversation will yeah. carry over enough okay. where we have to okay. hit our commercials and all that. Okay, so right now I have the Sixers in the second tier, right? So in the first tier, who I have is we talked about the Boston Celtics, right? So I have Golden State, the Boston Celtics, the Milwaukee Bucks, and the Phoenix Suns in that first tier. Um, in the second tier, I have the Denver Nuggets, the Sixers, the Miami Heat, and the Clippers. Now, the funny thing is there have been a lot of people saying, I'm seeing people having like the Lakers in the second tier, and That's some LeBron people having the Clippers. Yeah. yeah, the LeBron James factor. But uh, I'm looking at the Lakers comparable last year. The Sixers, I do not think that the Sixers will come out of the East with this roster that they have as of yet, because I think it's going to be Boston or Milwaukee. But like you said, we both agreed that the 76ers are the third best team in the East right now, right? I also look at the Sixers and I see where, you know, they can beat teams. They just need another guy right now, in my opinion. But in regards to being better than, I mean, Brooklyn, we don't know what Brooklyn's going to look like. So that's, we don't have them in there yet. We don't, exactly. That's an incomplete. Atlanta, I know they're making, they're making changes and making additions, but I don't see them ahead of the Sixers. I think that the Sixers are in that lump with Miami. I think they're better than Miami, but they're in that grouping with Miami, Denver, and 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 uh, and the Clippers, right? I think they're in there with them. But Golden State, Boston, Milwaukee, and Phoenix—I think there are four teams right now that have legitimate chances of winning the NBA championship. I do. And, I think, and real fast, when you said they're still missing that one guy, are you talking star level guy, or are you just talking about a piece that may fit best for them, but doesn't have to be a star? I mean, it doesn't have to be a star. I mean, Andrew Wiggins is not a superstar level player, but maybe you consider him to be a star player. Yeah, you have someone like that. Yeah, yeah. Okay, Mr. now. Versatile. Yeah. And and see, that's the thing, and that's why we have to continue this conversation and keep it going, because as is, when you look at the four of their starters with Embiid, Harden, Maxi, and Harris, and if you include Tucker as that fifth, that's a pretty good starting five. Could Tobias Harris be that guy to be Andrew Wiggins-like? when it comes to getting them over the hump. So let's take a quick break. We come right back and we'll keep it going right here next. Talking about the tier groupings in the NBA, championship contenders, Sixers. Right now, we both agree are in the second tier of the NBA championship contenders. That's not enough, obviously, until we see them play basketball, bounce the ball, make a shot in the fall. We'll get to it next right here, Locked On 76ers. Right now, let's talk about bet online. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to check in on all your betting needs. Find all your favorite sports and events at the number one online source for odds, lines, and games. Find reviews and news for every league, including 
Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, esports, and even golf. Bet Online continues to be the top in online resource for all your sports wagering information. From live in game betting, scores, and podcasts, they have you covered. Head to Bet Online today or use your mobile device to learn more about the action happening today. Bet Online, where the game starts. I'm telling y'all, do it today, people. Definitely do it today. The only way to do it today right now thank you appreciate it thanks for making locked on 76ers your first listen for your next listen check out the locked on now podcast for nightly recaps of every nba game all nba stories with analysis from our local experts is free and available wherever you get your podcast and see keith just to get back to what we talked about in the first segment uh, about the the tier system and having them second um i i actually don't think they need a third star and if they do i do wonder if it's tobias harris or Tyrese Maxey that can elevate their level of play consistently in a series to get them over the top. Because as we talked about with the team thing during the NBA finals, during the playoffs, where we saw Golden State have different players step up in each series. Now, Steph Curry starred like he should in each one of them. But after that, it was everyone else, every series doing their part, playing their role. Klay Thompson would get hot. Draymond Green would just play great and do Draymond Green things in certain parts of the series to help them win. Jordan Poole, they had a supporting cast is what I'm saying that chipped in in their way to help them get over the hump against the opponent that they were going up against round one, two, three, and four, ultimately lifting at Larry O'Brien at the end of the year. So uh, can the Sixers currently with the guys that they have at, at the moment, right? The guys that they have at the moment, be able to get in there and again do that type of stuff where they start right, y'all we had the president calling us that's uh, right we, we, that's we, right Prez, we gotta get back to you later <laughs> Prez, hang on Prez. we'll get to you man we talk we'll we'll talk about this with you later on Prez, because i know you like hoops so um it, it's just a matter of can a a, a start of a training camp full season understanding what your role is right understanding what your role is for this basketball team where you look at them and you say all right Tyrese Maxey Maxey can go off for a game and a half and help them advance to you know that round Tobias Harris can do the exact same thing because we can look at the other teams in the tier that we have with the Sixers like Miami Tyler Hero can get hot Duncan Robinson maybe he can hit some shots Kyle Lowry is a proven winner in this league. They can do those types of things. Why can't Maxi and Harris and some of the others do the exact same thing? Yeah, you're, you're right. And, but you know what the question I keep asking myself about the 76ers right now mm-hmm. is, uh, okay, so I know they added um, toughness. They added guys who can become solid defenders, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but when I look at this starting lineup, I only see two defenders. Right. And, and and I get it. I know that, you know, P.J. Tucker to me, like I, we talked about this yesterday, he's a four five three. Right. I mean, you know, he, he starts off at the four. He could be a small ball center and then, you know, he could play the three a little bit. But that's defending like he could defend James Harden. He could shut down other people. And then you see Joel Embiid anchor in the back. But to me, when you look at. uh Maxi, you look at Tobias, you look at James, 
I mean, their guys are going to get some buckets now. You know what I mean? Now, it may be a little easier for Tobias now that you have uh, uh, Tucker, who's going to guard the most athletic uh, guy, like uh, most uh, the best offensive forward. But, you know, to me, I'm just looking at these three guys. Now, they're going to get points, but they're going to give up points. I mean, they're going to give up points. And I, and I think, like, again, I know that they have Daniel House. I know they have DeAnthony Melton. I know that you have uh, a Matisse Thibel coming off the bench. But I'm just talking about this starting lineup. You know, are you going to go to the bench early? Are you going to stagger it? Are you going to say, hey, some guys, hey, certain nights, we love you, but it might be best if you come off the bench this game? Like, I don't know if that's going to go over well. But when I look at it, again, coming off the bench, I don't have defensive problems. But I think in that starting lineup, guys are going to be able to get buckets who are not being guarded by P.J. Tucker. You know what I mean? They're going to get buckets on the Sixers. And that's where I look at a team like, you know, we're talking about Boston. Let's say Boston comparable to the Sixers, right? So who's going to – like? Okay, you got Jalen Brown and you got Jason Tatum. One of them is going to get off. Like Joel ain't guarding them. You know what I mean? One of them is going to get off. You 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 look at the Milwaukee Bucks, the same exact thing. There's going to be somebody getting off. And then also you got Drew Holiday in the equation, right? You got uh people coming off the bench. So to me, that's the major difference for the Sixers. Now, again, you can stagger minutes, but you know, Tobias right now, I guess you consider him your third or fourth option on this team. Hey, look, real he, fast, real fast. Defensively, Tobias Harris showed me a lot in the Toronto and Miami series, even though Pascal Siakam had his numbers. Look, Tobias Harris is not a defensive stopper. All you're asking him is to make them work. And I do think I don't think it was easy for Pascal Siakam. Offensive players get to a rhythm and it does become easy no matter who's defending them. Right. These are the best of the best. It happens. So I do think that Harris does take pride in in his defense and what he does, where if we are looking at that third starting defender uh, on the wing specifically, all I'm asking him to do is be a plus a plus defender out there on the floor to help out and be to help out Tucker and just hope that Maxi and and Harden are not turnstiles on on defense at, at that point. So. The way that he showed me that, though, against Toronto and Miami, Jimmy Butler was was Jimmy Butler. Pascal Siakam was Pascal Siakam. Can't ask yeah, me. Jimmy that. was getting thirty, dog. Like Jimmy was averaging thirty. Again, I'm not, again, I'm not saying like, you know. And, and, you're not and, and, yeah, I know, but he was making them work. But, but he yeah, was he was making them work. But, but thirty work. is thirty. Like you know what I mean? One hundred percent. One hundred percent. Thirty is thirty. I mean, look, and this would be a whole nother thing where people would talk about the. You Andre sound like that boy in the Drew League saying to LeBron, "Yeah, he ate forty-two, but I gave him twenty, so every two points." Hey, guess what? It ain't easy to get twenty-one based on a nobody. And in, in quote, with all due respect to the guy in the Drew League, I think his name was Dion Wright or something like that. It's not easy to get twenty-one to LeBron, right? Yeah, but LeBron was LeBron really guarding him though? Did you? What you watch? I was watching it on my phone. Hey. But, but he made the shots. He made the huh? shots, though. The guy made the shots. Yeah, okay. Some people might look at LeBron and be like, oh, shoot, I'm shook, and I can't even make an open shot. The guy made the shot. Yeah. So all I'm saying is 
Tobias Harris as a third defender in the starting group. I, I think that's okay if he can keep that level of Yeah, and it's not a knock against Tobias. But what I'm what no, I'm no, just no. saying is I'm just saying like I'm just saying in that lineup, you know, you got PJ and you got you got Joel. I, all I'm just saying is like these other teams just got they got a bunch of offensive dudes that can get buckets and how are they going to combat that? And to me, that's the best starting lineup. Like, you know, you can say, all right, I'm going to get somebody else in there and, and do it. But nah, that's the, that's the 76ers best starting lineup. And in my opinion, that's what's separating them from the other teams right now. You know what I mean? Okay. They don't have that guy. And then I think in the end, and then we'll transition here. I think in the end, as we talk about building out this team in the offseason like they have done, we need to see that during the regular season to know that going into the postseason, we're always going to believe they're going to win that first round. Again, it's that second round, it's that third round, and then that fourth round where they are a team that they're willing to sacrifice different things for each player each round to make sure that they advance. But they are still there in the mix. They're top three in the East, top eight in the NBA as far as contenders go. Um, and if I were to quickly, as you just did your, your live read, if I were to look, I don't even know if it's up here right now as I check out quickly to see what the rankings are. I mean, the odds are. Last time I checked, I believe it was like 18 to 1 um, to, to, for them to, to win the NBA, to win the NBA championship. I, I actually, it's not up here, so I can't even, I can't even look it up and, and see exactly. Well, I'm going to... I'm going to tell you what they have. This is a new eyes. And so they like, you know, they do the plus whatever, but they, yeah. have the Celtics, they got the Celtics in the bus bucks at plus five fifty, right? The Warriors at uh, plus six fifty, and the Clippers plus six fifty, and the Suns. Then they have the Lakers at plus 1100, the same wow. with the Heat and the Sixers at plus 1200. The so Nuggets. The 12th one. All right. Yeah, yeah. So the twelve. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I'm not a gambling man. I apologize. No, so they're cool. twelve to one. They're twelve to one. Twelve so, to one. All right. So again, yeah. they're right there. They're right there. Top eight. They're in the mix, and all of that stuff can change again once we start to see them bounce that basketball in the fall. So I, I just thought it was a, a good thing, a, a good little summer thing to throw at you, man, as of right now, because they're basically what they are, right? And uh, you know, we don't know some other changes could happen, some trades maybe. But right now they are who they are. And are they good enough? I think they're good enough. But how good are they? That's something that we will eventually have to wait and see. But they are a contending team. Keith, um, on, on the other side, our final segment, man, we saw Joel Embiid, P.J. Tucker, James Harden working out. Well, really sitting on the bench laughing and talking. But we know that they were working out. There were shorts and sneakers and basketballs involved. They were working out. Good to see some team chemistry. Why that's good for this basketball team as we talk about where they are building that team chemistry. We'll tackle that next right here, Locked On 76ers. All right, Keith, we got to welcome everybody back here on Locked On 76ers. Keith Pompey, Devon Givens with you uh, in the summer here, in this July 20th, it is, and on Wednesday. And, uh, all NBA fans love when these videos pop up of their team, their players doing some things together in the offseason, in season, where they're just simply hanging out. Uh, you saw some comments with Embiid, Harden, and Tucker in the gym together. Some responses simply, wow, I haven't seen Embiid with uh, a, a teammate more than once in the offseason. 
this is the first time I've seen that. He's never done this with two five in the past. Now, all of a sudden, we're seeing him everywhere with James Harden and P.J. Tucker. We've seen three different things from the white party to the to the wine release to now being in the gym with them together. All three of them. It's very important for this team building to happen, isn't it, Keith? It's good to see it. It's all right. It's good. Like, nah, nah, it's good. It's good. I mean, because it's, it's, it's good. You know why it's good? Because, you know, the thing is, the narrative at the end of the season was that, you know, people said Joel threw James under the bus. Right. When, when Joel was asked a question and he answered it like, hey, we thought he was going to be Houston, Houston Rockets, James, but he's more a facilitator, right? So the fact that you see them at these functions, especially – that you see them working out together or having chilling before or after a workout. Yeah, that's great. Because the thing is, if regardless of if it happened or not, we've never seen photos of Joel Embiid with any teammate uh, in the offseason working out, especially not Ben Simmons, like people have pointed out, 2-5. So when you see these guys there, that means that, and it's the star players, yeah, that goes a long way because that means they're getting the workouts in. I mean, think about it. Last year when they first came, we always saw these two guys working out together. They yep. were trying to build chemistry. Now you have them and PJ playing off of them because he's also the guy, you know, who can stretch the floor with the corner three. That's great. It's really great because, you know, Again, we don't like again, you don't know what he did with other teammates in the past. We don't know, but we've never seen video of it. So I feel like it we is we don't have to. Yeah, exactly. You don't have to, but what I'm what I'm what I'm trying to say is like, yeah, you don't have to see it, but the fact that you do see it is kind of encouraging, especially the way that things ended last year where people were saying stuff like, who knows? You know, they could be going at it like the Crips and the Bloods and practicing, arguing and fighting, but they're in the gym and they're trying to do, do bonds, work out. Just like it was good to see him, uh, James Harden, working out with Tyrese Max. Yep, you know, yep. it, like it's good to see Tobias. Yeah, Paul Reed. I mean, all that stuff is good. And and from what I hear is, guess where they worked out at? Uh, they worked out the at Michael Rubin's crib. Wow. Michael Rubin. Yeah, from what I hear, they were working out at Michael Rubin's crib. Of course so, he has a basketball gym. Of course yeah, he does. Like, yeah, so so you know what I mean? So so that's good. Like, you know, so it, that's it. Like, And it, it's one of those things where, you know, these guys live in Montgomery County. Rubin does, too. Is is quicker to go there than it is to go to the practice facility. So, Busty you know what I mean? So, so, it, so it's, all, it's, all, it's all good. It's all good. And it's good that, that the two guys, as you mentioned, are the stars. They have P.J. Tucker with them. They are in the gym showing him whatever basic stuff they're showing him right now of the Sixers' offense and what they do. Maybe that's some little things that they're working on right now, getting used to. While James Harden is used to playing with P.J. Tucker, Joel Embiid is not. Tucker is not used to playing with Joel Embiid. Um, the closest version that he has played to Joel Embiid is Giannis and Denikumpo with his time in Milwaukee. So this is a different type of animal that he's playing with. With all due respect to Bam Adebayo, there he's another, right? They're different players. So uh, th that th I just think that this is pretty cool to see not only these three 
as you mentioned, Tobias Harris and Paul Reed working out together because if Reed's role is going to increase in year number three, he is with one of the best veterans, of course, that they have on the team that is going to show him the ropes and show him since they play a similar position on this basketball team. The same thing can be said when you see Maxie with Harden. We know what their chemistry was like on the floor. I even love when they were beefing at times, when Maxie would yell back at James Harden for certain things. I love that aspect of it. So it's good to see the team bonding off the floor during the summer where they could simply be doing something else. We have seen them do something else, but they're mixing in this time as well to do their job and do their work. I don't need to see visual evidence of it. I believe that they're doing this anyway without any camera on them. But it's good, again, it's good to actually see it going down as it is. Uh, folks, we got to thank you for making Locked On 76 as your first listen every day. Uh, for our next episode, another surprise. We'll uh, throw something else at Keith uh, tomorrow. Now make your second listen, Locked On NBA, Locked On Experts covering the biggest stories around the NBA every Monday through Friday in less than 30 minutes. It's free and available wherever you get your podcast. Keith, can you tell the fine people where they can find us? Like my man said, wherever you can get your podcast at, that's where you can get this Locked On 76ers podcast. But if you want to get the YouTube channel, like he pointed out earlier in the podcast, what you do is you go to Locked On 76ers YouTube channel, right? You see that Liberty Bell. You click on that Liberty Bell and you become a subscriber. You get all our stuff. But also what you want to do is what you should be doing is this afternoon around 2 o'clock from 6, you need to check my man D out on the radio you can see him on nbc sports or you can listen to him on 97.5 right he'll be doing this show from two to six you can also follow him on twitter at divine g975 right and you can follow me on twitter at pompey on sixers and you can read my stuff in inquire.com or you can purchase the philadelphia inquire do it today people do it today keith Thanks, man. As always, have a great rest of your Wednesday. Everybody out there, thank you for listening. Have a great rest of your Wednesday as well. And we'll talk to you on Thursday. Have a good one. Yeah. Happy hump day, people. Happy hump day. Peace. <laughs>